G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Lawn bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Welcome to Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Apia, dedicated specialists ready to help. Call 13 50 50. Apia, get set, go. Local legends wanted. A Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. Uh, it's a very good evening and welcome to Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show as part of the sporting capital. Uh, Sam Hargraves with you, of course, and we are at the business end of the Australian Open. Uh, it's been running from the 12th and will culminate on the 25th, uh, and we have got some massive semi-final matchups in the men's and women's singles that we're going to talk about. We do it all for Bowls Australia. Local legends wanted search bowls clubs near me, and for our very good friends at Apia, dedicated specialists ready to help, call 135050, Apia, get set, go. On tonight's program, we will catch up with Matt Flapper, uh, former Jack Guru, who's part of the Australian Open coverage this week. But Matt, as a Victorian, uh, unable to actually get up to the Australian Open. And he's actually going to be a part of the... We spoke to uh, the Sunbury Bowls Club uh, boss last week and Carla Krasanich as well, uh, the star from Sunbury... Uh, Matt's going to be part of the Melbourne Extreme, the new franchise heading in to the BPL, uh, based in Club Sunbury. So looking forward to having a chat to him. But without any further ado, this man's always so generous with his time and it's always a pleasure to go to the very top of the Bowls Australia tree, the CEO, Neil Dalrymple. Hello, Neil. Uh, g'day, Sam. How are you? Oh, look, I'm not too bad, but uh, I can understand that at the moment you, as the CEO, there's only one place you need to be this week and unfortunately you can't be there. No, look, Sam, it would be wonderful to be on the Gold Coast the last couple of weeks and uh, people keep telling me how the, uh, how warm it is and the sun's out most days and, uh, and obviously some great bowls as well. So, yeah, pity can't be there, but uh, watching with interest uh, from afar. So in the past week, we've seen the sectional rounds and then we've been starting to go through the knockout rounds. What have you made of the action so far? Look, it's been uh, it, look, it's been fantastic. I think the uh, you know the quality of the facilities on the Gold Coast there are, are wonderful. The greens are superb, and as I say, the sun has been out, and uh, and a lot of stars have been coming to the top. I suppose in the semi-finals, which are on later this week, um, you know Wayne Turley versus Barry Lester, you know, Commonwealth Games champions. Wayne, I think a lot of people are probably a bit surprised to see Wayne up there, but look, he's such a solid player, been there and done that at the top, so uh, not surprising. But then I think. Aaron Sheriff versus Aaron Wilson. I mean, two uh, champions, two stars of Australian bowls. Uh, the 2018 Commonwealth Games gold medalist, Aaron Sheriff, who's won plenty of medals at um, at international events. So what a match that is. That's, you know, worthy of a final too. So, and then uh, in the women's side of things, we've got two uh, Jackaroos, uh, Kelsey Cottrell and Natasha Van Eldrick uh, on either side of the draw up against, you know, two great young bowlers, Jamie Lee Warsnop and Amanda Havica, who I don't know a lot about. But uh, anyway, it's, it's good to see 
someone coming from a bit, you know, left field to to make it to a semi-final of Australian Open, which is no mean feat. No, absolutely. And, of course, Aaron Sheriff, it'd be, if he was to go on to win, I believe it would be his fourth Australian Open and, and consecutive yeah. Australian Opens. Uh, he won in 2019, of course, and uh, the event was cancelled last year, like most yeah. uh, sporting events with COVID. So he's just mm. on a tear and, and loves that event. Um, how excited are you for those matchups? It's uh, it's they're, they're, they are mouth watering. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's going to make great TV later in the week when we're we're live. Certainly, both the singles finals are a live broadcast. Uh, obviously, the semi-finals will be streamed, but uh, yeah, live later on Thursday and Friday. We've got our live coverage on on Seven Two, on Fox, on KO, and then in, in into New Zealand on uh, Sky Sports as well. Sam, so uh, yeah, look, mouth watering. And look, I think yeah, whoever makes it, you know, who, you've got to win so many games to get to the final. So um, you know, you've got to be playing. You've got to be in good form. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure whichever way it falls, it'll be uh, superb finals. So the impact of not having Victorians there, I spoke to, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I spoke last uh, last week to Carla Krasanich, mm-hmm. and, and she was chatted not to be able to head up there, of course, as an Australian women's national champion. Yeah. Um, so she was devastated not to be there. Uh, we're going to speak to Matt Flapper a little bit later, who would have been there as yeah. part of the coverage. But how much of an impact do you think it's had not having the Vicks there? Yeah, look, it's certainly I mean, a strong state of bowls uh, in Victoria. I mean, we've got uh, a number of people from certainly metropolitan Victoria who haven't been able to get up there together, Sam, with the uh, the overseas players, which uh, you normally we've got quite a few. We've had hundreds of overseas players in the past too. So, um, And whilst we've had, look, really strong numbers entering, which is fantastic, I think just not having the Victorians and the overseas players, just it, it obviously is disappointing. But um, I'm sure, look, for those, those are, are there, they're, they're enjoying it. They're still tough competition. So, um, yeah, it's just a, a pity that a few people couldn't get there. No, it absolutely is. Uh, every year fans, though, Neil, get to catch a variety of disciplines at the Australian Open. Now, how many yep. different disciplines are in action and what's the total prize pool that's on offer? Yeah, well, we've got over $250,000 uh, in terms of prize money. So, And the disciplines, we've got we've got everything from the singles pairs and the fours in terms of men and women. Then we've got our disability sections. We've got over 60s. We've got under 18. So uh, I think we're, you know, we're really covering all, I suppose, demographics uh, across the, uh, the age categories and... and and the para disciplines as well, which I think is fantastic, also. But yeah, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to share amongst all of those disciplines. It's uh, it's a huge pool, and um, yeah, that's that's when you know, when you get to the pointy end, that's what uh, a lot of them are really looking to uh, to achieve. No, absolutely. And uh, there's you mentioned the the the, the para. Uh uh, sections as well and the vision impaired, the singles uh, yep. section uh, all happening as well so it's extraordinary the reach that, that Lawn Bowls has. Um, yep. The 13 clubs up on the Gold Coast that are, that are part of this uh, from Coolangatta to Paradise Point um, just take us through the strength of bowls mm. on the Gold Coast region, weather lends itself perfectly to this sport but yep. also too it, it is it is such a popular pastime and, and whether it yep. be as a hobby or whether it be as a, a social mm. event uh, they, they just thrive up there it is. It's, it's quite fascinating, isn't it? You, you think of it when you drive from, you know, as you've said, from Coolangatta to Paradise Point. It's, 
I think from one into the from one from that into the to Paradise Point, it's probably about close to an hour. I think driving, but I mean, they're all of these fantastic clubs are spaced along the coastline, and and obviously a few clubs are, are in a in a, in from the uh, the water. But um, I mean, they're fabulous clubs. Uh, there's an array of I suppose different size clubs, um, but I think what they've all got in common is they've got great greens, which is really important. They've got fantastic volunteers. They've got just a great culture within that whole community. And bowls is such a strong sport up there in, in that area. And, uh, I mean, obviously there's lots of retirees and people who, who go and live in, the, in those areas because of the weather, because of the, the lifestyle. And uh, I suppose bowls just fits really, really well into that community lifestyle. And uh, you get to play so much throughout the, uh, the year because of the, the beautiful weather that they have. What about the city of Gold Coast and events Queensland? How important are they in the assistance of staging the tournament? No, Sam. They're, look, they're, they're both uh, extremely important. We've we've been really fortunate to have a strong relationship with Tourism Events Queensland and also the city of Gold Coast. Uh, both from politicians, uh, from state politicians to uh, the mayor of uh, the Gold Coast, uh, Tom Tate, who's quite quite a well-known person around the country. He's a character. And on the He's Gold a character. Coast. He's a character, yes. And uh, but look, Tom's been to a number of bowls events, and you know, you get to know the councillors and you know the minister for sport and, and tourism, and um, and then all the staff members that we deal with. I mean, they're all so enthusiastic, and uh, and obviously look, they provide funding support too to make this event happen. So we can't forget that. So, but just we, we and we know we bring in lots of people into their area onto the Gold Coast, and obviously our people, the bowls fraternity, spend a lot of money while they're there and uh, in, in you know, contributing to the economy on the on the Gold Coast. So it works both ways. And, uh, look, it's just uh, the decision to move there, the Australian Open back in 2015 was uh, just proven to be... Um, I'm just really pleased that that decision was made and um, haven't, we haven't looked back at all, Sam. Uh, Neil, uh, wonderful to chat to you as always. Just you mentioned too that um, we're yeah. going to be culminating this week's finish of the Australian Open with the 7-2 Fox Sports and the live streams on Facebook yep. across the Thursday and the Friday. That's the business end. That's when all the finals are going to be played out. It's all from 11.30. Just how important was it to be able to get uh, those avenues to be able to bring the Australian yeah. Open to a national audience? I uh, know for sure, and it's not, not only national now, particularly with the Facebook side of things, that um, it goes international, and we, we've got a strong audience uh, looking at our streaming, and and um, we'll be able to, to you know put this content out there right across Australia. Look, we've got an audience loves loves bowls, and it's 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 good to watch on on live streams on 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 any broadcast. So, um, but being able to take the sport not just to the bowlers, but uh, to people that might be interested in playing the sport, and that's where you know, the 7-2 and the Fox Sports broadcast is, is really important to bowls because um, we want the, we want more people to take up the sport and, and when they watch you know, the, the sort of competition they'll watch this week, then uh, hopefully that's an incentive to get out onto a green somewhere in the country and go and have a role and, and, and go to a wonderful place, which, which bowls clubs are. So, um, yeah, look forward to the coverage this week, Sam. It should be a great culmination to a wonderful Australian Open again. Absolutely, Neil. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure to catch up. No problems at all, Sam. Thanks again.
Neil Dalrymple, the CEO of Bowls Australia, on Without Bias. Local legends wanted a Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me, and we do it all thanks to Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. So don't forget, Thursday and Friday, that's the business end. That's what everybody's trying to get to. And on Thursday and Friday, you'll see the men's singles semis and uh, the men's singles semis, the men's pairs final, the women's singles final, the women's pairs semi-final, the women's fours final, the over-60s women's pairs semi-final and final, the men's Men's fours final, the under-18 boys singles, the under-18 girls singles, the bowls with a disability singles, men and women, the bowls with a disability pairs, the vision impaired, and then on Friday, the men's singles final, the women's pairs final, the under-18 boys and girls, and the over-60s men's as well. That's where everyone's trying to get those final two days, and you can read about it all uh, at Bowls Australia. There's a special link that takes you through to the Australian Open Bowls website as well. Plenty more still to talk about on Without Bias. Coming up after this, he's going to be part of the new BPL franchise, uh, the Melbourne Extreme. He's a former Jackaroo and part of the Australian Open coverage. Matt Flapper will give us a preview of what we can expect uh, in the final stages of what's been a wonderful tournament on the Gold Coast. From the white outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Local legends wanted. A Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. Uh, welcome back to Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show, part of the Sporting Capital on SEN. Sam Hargraves with you. As we spoke to Neil about, it's a, a big finish coming for the Australian Open uh, up on the Gold Coast uh, at the moment. A man who's been part of the action uh, and covering the event, uh, Matt Flapper, is a former Jackaroo. Matt, hello. How are you, Sam? Good to be, uh, good to be on the show again, mate. Uh, greatly appreciated uh, having you on the show. Uh, how tough's it been not being able to get up there as a Victorian? Oh, look, yeah, obviously it's, uh, it's impacted a lot of players and... Um to be honest, uh, this particular year, I wasn't actually going up. I was going to have a year away from it. I was just going to have a, have a bit of a break from the game and um, yeah, probably look to go back next year. But obviously still following it and uh, looking with a lot of interest. So, Matt, uh, having a look at the, the course of the week, obviously we spoke in the previous segment just how many events and disciplines are part of the Australian Open, the, I suppose, the Broadway events with all due respect and uh, the prime time slots are the men's and women's singles. Who's really impressed you on both sides of those draws? Well, we've got a bit of a case. We'll start with the men's. We've got a bit of a case of uh, Victoria versus New South Wales. Well, that's, that's the way I look. I like to look at it anyway with um, Aaron Sheriff taking up Aaron Wilson in the semi and then uh, Wayne Turley taking on Barry Lester. So the New South Wales-Victoria flavours there, even though they reside in different states now. But, um, look, I'd, I'd probably be... Yeah, I'd have to be leaning towards my little mate Disco, Aaron Wilson, to, the, to take the <laughs> crown. But he's, uh, he's got his work cut out in front of him, that's for sure. You know, obviously taking on one of the best in Australia. And um, uh, that's on one side of the draw. And then you've got Turles winding back the clock. Old Wayne Turley, it looks yeah. like. Taking on uh, on Fazza. So, obviously, the ex-Victorian there. So, I'm going for a Wilson-Lester final, mate. Yeah, it, it, Barry's been in great form, and I don't think anyone begrudge him of that. He's a popular member of the, of the circuit, and uh, being able to play on... Well, every now and then on his home deck uh, probably isn't hurting him either uh, as the, the, the head of bowls uh, up there at Burley. Um what strengths and weaknesses for the four players? So when you look at trying to figure out and why you think it's going to be, a, 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 why you think that's going to be the final, what is it about those matchups where you think, okay, that's why that player's got the edge there? 
Oh, look, I, I don't think either of them have got the edge over any any of the others, to be honest. It's just, I mean, a fair bit will come down onto the day. Um, obviously, Wilson, reigning Con Games gold medalist, you know what he's capable of. If he, uh, if he turns up, pulls his bowls out of his bag, ready to play, I think it'll take some exceptional bowls to beat him. But then, you know, if he's, if he's just a touch below par, then, um, you know, you've got Aaron Sheriff sitting behind you who... Who knows? Obviously knows what it takes to uh, to pull out the big ones when it's needed. You know, obviously defending champion and uh, you know in, in another class himself. So uh, for the viewers out there, the ones that aren't in Queensland, I, I, I really hope that uh, they can put on a great show for this for the viewers and um, you know really display what what elite bowls is like. And um, you know, obviously Barry's been a very very consistent player, good front end player, which obviously as a front end player makes a good singles player. Um, against Tools, who probably plays a lot of his bowls as a back-end player. So, it's, you know, I think both of those games, you're just going to get a display of of what bowls is about, all the shots um, on offer, and, yeah, the standard will be amazing. And what about on the women's side of things? Uh, semi-final between Natasha Van Eldick and uh, Amanda Havecker, um, Jamie Lee Warsnope, and then Kelsey Cottrell in the other semi. Yeah, it's uh, another another cracking lineup of semis, and uh, you know all four players have got got credentials of, of knocking over you know quality opponents on the on on route to the semi final. So look at Jamie Lee Warsnop, you know knocking over Jesse Patel. Probably my pick of the field going into the event was Alan Ryan. Um, you know you never can can steer away from Alan and, and her performance, and uh, Jamie was good enough to get over the line there, which sets up a a cracking semi against Kelsey Cottrell, who, you know, we all know what she's capable of. And then the other other semi, obviously, Natasha Van Eldick, probably in as good a form as any female bowler out there against Amanda Haybecker, who's, you know, probably slipped under the radar a little bit. I, I you know, got to be honest, and I don't know a lot about Amanda, but um, she's in the semi-final and she's obviously earned that position. So she's got a chance to take down one of the big guns and book a spot in the final. But um, oh, I don't know, for me... I think oh, it's hard to pick this one, but I think Van Eldick will progress to the final. And I'm going to go with an upset, whether it is an upset or not, but I'm going to go with Jamie Lee Warsnop to get the better of Kelsey. Matt, you're part of the, the broadcast, and we're going to be uh, seeing you in action uh, on Thursday and Friday from 11.30am, 7.2, Fox Sports, and uh, the streams on social media as well. What are you looking most forward to heading in to the pointy end of the tournament? We've been speaking about the singles, men's and women's, but is there another uh, discipline or another event that you've got your eye on keenly? Oh, look, um, right across. I mean, what an event, really, where anyone can uh, can enter it, anyone can draw... You know, you might be a first-year club bowler playing against an Aaron Wilson or an Aaron Sheriff. So what better event that you can uh, you can go and be a part of? But, you know, I just guess the inclusion of all the abilities, whether it be under 18, over 60, disability or vision impaired, you know, or your open-level bowls, it, it just caters for everyone. And I guess when it gets to the pointy end, everyone in their own right, they're out there and in whatever event they're part of, just doing their all to try and uh, take the glory. But obviously we look at the Blue Ribbons, um, singles, which we've just covered. You've got some cracking um, combinations in the pairs that, uh, you know, they're still still uh, competing today, I believe, and have been following a bit of that. Um, so, you know, players like Ray Pearce teamed up with Aaron Sheriff. Yep. They'll, uh, they'll take some topping. Sort of Ben Twist with Aaron Wilson. Um, some great combinations, Barry Lester and Corey Wedlock. 
I see that uh, in the second last round today they got rolled. You know, like, and there's a perfect example that um, two boys with a surname of Scanlon from New South Wales come up against Barry Lester and Corey Wedlock and get the better of them. So, you know, anything can happen in this game on any given day. And I think that's the beauty of an event like this. Matt, we spoke to Carla Krasanich last week from Club Sunbury about uh, Melbourne Extreme entering into the BPL based out of Club Sunbury. How exciting is that for you to be a part of that brand-new franchise? Uh, I was wrapped, Sam, to get the uh, get the nod, mate. They reached out and asked if I was interested. And at that stage, it was unconfirmed what was happening with the Melbourne Roys, which I've been very fortunate enough to be part of um, on two different sort of stints. So the introduction of B- of Back then, it was the APL, um, and I was part of the Roys, so I've had a great run with them. But uh, I think their interest just waned a little bit in the last sort of 12 to 18 months, and um, an opportunity came up for a new franchise, and lucky enough for, for myself. But, yeah, they, uh, they were interested in what I had to offer, and, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I think the club will, will embrace the concept. Um, you know, I went down last week and met with Andrew, uh, Mark Bellows, the uh, the bowl director, and Andrew Breed Walton, the general manager, and uh, just the buzz of that, listening to that, those guys talk about the event, um, and it's probably been driven by Lloyd, the bowls coordinator there as well. But uh, I think you know what an event to be part of, and yep. a new franchise coming in, just very excited, mate. Yeah, really so, looking forward to it. So, man, it's a fantastic combination you've got with Carla and Ali Forsyth there. Before we let you go, Matt, I know you said who you thought was going to get through to the finals, but I'm just trying to think, did you actually give us a tip for the men's and women's singles? So just in a word, uh, give us who you think will be uh, raising up that trophy for the most, the, both the men's and the women's. Aaron Wilson will hold the trophy for the men once again. And I'm going with, how, how good would this be, Sam? Aaron Wilson in the men's, Jamie Lee Warsnop in the girls. What do you reckon about that combination? That's fantastic, and I'll, I'll back you in. You're a man that knows. So, uh, mate, if you th- if it's good enough for you, it's good enough for me. Hey, thanks so much for being with us on Without Bias. My pleasure, mate. Thanks for the invite. Uh, Matt Flapper, you'll see him as part of the coverage, uh, 7-2, uh, as well as Fox Sports Thursday and Friday when all the semifinals and the finals will be playing out. So make sure you get around a television wherever you can and see the final stages of what's been a magnificent Australian Open tournament. Uh, big thanks to Matt Flapper. A big thanks as well to the CEO of Bowls Australia, Neil Dalrymple. And uh, we mentioned Aaron Sheriff before. Very hard to go past him for our right-at-home player of the week right at home aged care at home right at home australia's leading provider of home care and disability support aaron through to the semis in the singles sometimes needing new tires can catch us by surprise that's why tire power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money you can get what you need now get back on the road safely and pay for it later terms and conditions apply so visit tirepower.com.au or call 13 91